And then there was the infamous uh, Bonang's book. Oh, you did Bonang's book? Yeah. Okay. And it's taken a lot for me to actually like volunteer that information now. Hey? Really? Yeah. And shit, it's hard. It was hard. <laughs> but did it do well in sales? Very well. Of course. Uh-huh. Of oh, course. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it did very well. But you're the filter. So how do you miss certain things? Like the, like the books come to you and you decide to publish. What happens there? So a lot of things happened with that book, but let me tell you mm. about the big boo-boo in the book, which mm. was the... It's Night Alive. It's Night Alive. It's Night Alive. It's Night Alive. Director will direct us. Three, two, one, let's go. Good morning, good day, or good evening, everybody. We are back with another episode of Nine to Life. My name is Bonisi Lemkiti. My name is Lesejo Moela. Welcome to Nine to Life. And yeah, <laughs> so today we've got book publisher Tabiso Mashab. Thank you very much for joining us, Auswaga. So tell me, what is a book publisher? Are you guys like the record label of books? Yeah, <laughs> and I think more and more lately it's starting to look like it because, you know, mm. we've had in the news uh, that Makazi deal that was going off yes, the rails. Yes. It really does. It, 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 I'm actually, I think I want to take a little bit of a course just to music publishing, okay. but it is the same thing um, in terms of, because it's licensing. Okay. It's, it's all about IP, mm. which is um, intellectual property mm-hmm. um, and licensing and who, who, what belongs to who and what must come to who. It's, it's that kind of. Hmm. Fantastic. I think, yeah, we're going to get into more detail about the publishing, but we just want to start. We just want your origin story, basically. Uh, Tabi, so where are you from? Where did you grow up? That's it. That's so long ago. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I was born in Dorenspreit. I don't know if you guys know where that is. Never heard of it. Yeah, you yeah. don't. So it's in Limpopo. Mm-hmm. It's it falls under the broader region of Ramashashani. Oh. Okay. But um, it's then there's like you know like like a big um thing and then there's like villages. Yes. Ramashashani. I think it's where the Limpopo gangsters are from. Ne. Ramashashani. What's that place called? Ramasemola. That's like worlds apart. Oh, it's like worlds, uh, worlds apart. apart. Oh, yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. My bad for talking about Now you just wanted to incriminate Mashashani people. <laughs> you know? And I only mention that because my, my mom came from a vill- that village. Okay. But I mentioned that I was born there because it was on a Catholic missionary uh, where they ha- you know when you have a church, a hospital, and a school. Oh, okay. Um, I was born there and then I went to high school there as well. Okay. The same oh. missionary where I was born. Um, Wait, but but primary was a was a different place. Primary was a different place. Then we moved to Sishiro. Oh, uh, so, so I grew up in Sishiro, but then I went to boarding school, and then I went to this ah. um, boarding school. Okay, is yeah. it settlers? 
No, it's not settler. Settlers is in. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's the most famous that's one. The famous one. <laughs> settlers is around the corner. It's um. Mogobani, ne? No, 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 no. Nail, nail, nail Bella Bella. Oh, yeah, Bella Bella. Okay. Like they are. Bella no, Bella is the side, and settlers is the side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, ah, uh, yeah. That's where. Then I went to primary in the in the township, Kosiyo. Yeah. Then I went to high school, Komota Maria, mm-hmm. um, at the Catholic mission. Where we had church about three times a day. Yeah. Jeez. How and had church? You were part of the church. You have you... to go to church. Oh, as part of the school. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. You have to go to church. Jeez. And when I walked out of there, uh, year I'm 2000, shocked. I was like, <laughs> Deuces. That was the last Never <laughs> walking into a church again. <laughs> yeah, I was all churched out. I mean, I have. I have then gone to church, you know, here yeah. and there, but mm-hmm. I think they, they, the Catholic um, religion messed me up so much in terms of like mm. what religion is meant to be. And you couldn't question it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I remember the one time where I did ask a question. Um, so, you know, the, when they do the sacrament of uh, Eucharist, um, Slalel. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Slalelo is, is familiar, yes. Sacralist of the other one. <laughs> when they give you the wine. Oh, yeah. Slalelo, And, yeah. and, and yeah. the wine. Yeah. So, in the Catholic church where we were, mm-hmm. and I think it was just an economics issue, um, only the priest would have the wine. And then, and then the oh. congregation would get the little bread wafer thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I asked, uh, I asked one of the, because it was nuns and like, Yo, so it's proper Catholic. Yeah, proper yeah. Catholic. Full, full. So I asked, I remember asking um, this one sister, why why does the priest, father, only have the wine and 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 the people have the Which wine? is a valid question, How old you? you know? I, was, I did my matric at 16, so when oh. I asked, I must have been about 14, 15. Yeah. And, um, and then she said to me that if you believe that the sac- sacrament of Eucharist, so the what is being read before the deliverance of, of of the wafers, if you believe that the sacrament of Eucharist turns that wafer into the body of Christ, then body has blood in it. And I said, so Father doesn't believe. <laughs> what? Does he accept the wine? I had to cut Lucerne for a week Whoa. as punishment for asking that question. Cut what? Lucerne. Kenya. Um, that plant they grow for cows. Okay. Because remember, I was on a farm. Oh. So we had cows and so stuff. Was, and okay, manual labor punishment. Yeah, ka, ka, ka sekel, you know sekel? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had to cut Lucen with that oh, um, no. as punishment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's super hectic. But that's also where, so that's where my, my difference with religion started, but that's also where my love for writing, I think, because I've always loved stories. Mm-hmm. Always, always loved stories from when I was about seven. Okay. Um... Let me just go back to circle back to being seven. I, I had a, a like a neighbor, yeah. never been to Joburg, never seen the N one, mm-hmm. and the neighbor's kid, Onadulale, her grand, his grandmother here in Joburg, mm-hmm. um, and he went to Saint Stephen's on like, Yo. okay, you know, um, but the, the, and the grandmother was a was a domestic worker, so the the people that the grandmother worked for mm-hmm. adopted okay. him and put him through Saint Stephen's, yeah, and so he'd come home with this really posh English, right, <laughs> and I only knew th- three English phrases: I can't see, I don't know, I can't smell, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and so when he spoke to me. I just kind of like interchange them, you know, <laughs> insert whichever one. 
Akansi. Good morning. How are you doing? Akansi. Hey, I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> and I think the one time wow. I must have used one that was so wrong mm-hmm. that even my mother burst out laughing from the kitchen. <laughs> and I thought, look, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be humiliated by this language. Yeah. I'm going to teach myself Learn. this language proper. Yeah. So I started teaching myself how to read. I started with my dad's newspapers. And then that got grim because then the minute my comprehension cooked in, mm. then it was just the like contents. Um, and then I kind of find stories like I don't come from a family with like a bookshelf and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I kind of found stories like books, Buddha's Digest that would come with no covers, yeah, yes. you know, that kind of, kind of things. And then I started attending like a Saturday school, you know, we were doing like, um, like white people coming into the township and kind of teaching you maths and English and all of that. Oh, okay. And there was a school next to where we did the Saturday school, um, that had been kind of burned down in what must have been protest. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. And everything had been taken from the school, the chairs, the, the desks, everything. But the library was untouched. Oh, wow, okay. interesting. The library was untouched. So I would go forage in there every Saturday. Just like whatever I could take in my backpack. Yeah. Okay, every books, Saturday. Yeah. And that's how I started my book collection. Wow. And that's how I kind of got into stories and I started reading. Um, and then by the time I'm in high school, <laughs> tell me so wait. <laughs> <laughs> when you say that no one looted the library mm. and then you are now taking books to start your collection, so you, you looted the library. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody ever put it like that. <laughs> It's funny because like that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I looted, I looted a library. My gosh, I actually never thought of it like looted. that. I looted the library. You did. Oh my gosh. I trust you. And so by the time I'm in high school, I've kind of like graduated from just reading, but now I'm writing as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we used oh. to have these two choir notebooks, you know, the Yo. black ones with the red trim yeah yeah so i'd write stories in there and then they'd kind of get circulated in the in this in the schoolyard like a library so like there was a system if when this one finishes then they must go then they must go then they must go and these are your stories yes those are my stories and so i knew very early on that i wanted a career to do that had to do with words and writing but this is like before 2000 i did my matric in the year 2000 and i knew nothing of publishing, mm. I thought the only way, only way to do um, anything that had to do with words, because uh, you know, we didn't get career counseling and guidance mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I thought the only way was to become a journalist. So okay. to circle back to the, um, to the newspapers that I was reading when I was from early on. The very grim newspapers. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> on the day that I was leaving um, to go study journalism, Go to UT mm. in January 2001. I got a call from ESCOM and they were putting like young girls into science, basically. So that that drive was happening. Mm-hmm. They were putting young girls. So they'd gone around the country and they'd taken like top achievers and stuff okay. in meds and science to put through um, into engineering. And they were like, you choose whatever university you want to go to. You get a stipend. It's like, well, who needs words? Yeah, I know. (laughs) It was a different time. So you you took up the bursary? Yeah, I did engineering. It's like, who needs words, right? Okay. Oh, interesting. We have a lot of engineers on this show. (laughs) Right? There's like a trend with engineers. I don't know. Maybe they like podcasts. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, So you didn't study journalism? 
I didn't. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't finish engineering either. Okay. Hey. It showed me flames. Hey. And I think also... Now we understand why ESCOM is the way it is. Engineering <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I was, I was 17 mm. um, when I started. Mm. And I had gone... I had gone through life... Like my life had never been hard. Mm. You know? Like, other than my mom dying when I was 12, but my life had never been hard. Mm. Everything came easily to me. Mm. Like, if st- I didn't have to study. I never used to study. I, I just went to class and I got what I got and I went to write and that was it. Mm. I mean, I'd practice here and there with my mates, but I used to read, like we had study, go boarding, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, you guys are young, so, but the, there's this um, okay. a, a maths book yeah. called Pythagoras and it used to open lens landscape. Like you open it like this. Okay. Right? So I used to hide my novels in there. And so during math class? Yeah, because I was done. You know what I mean? You know, I'd use Okay. I got so many books confiscated because remember you're in a Catholic school. So any book... That had a like oh, a cover that was kind of risque. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I struggled when I got to university because the teaching methods were completely different, okay. and I really hated what I was doing. Okay, I remember having to do those mechanical drawings. Ooh, it was a lot. I yes. hated it, yes. but I stuck it out for four years mm. uh, with lots of failure in between. <laughs> Um, and eventually, I got so depressed. Mm. Um, and being being uh, in the school and doing what you didn't, what you weren't enjoying, yeah. <laughs> okay. and failing at it. You know, yeah, this is this is the first time in my young life that I'm being met with failure, Eesh. and it was very. You know, when you've gone through your whole life, but okay, this is the genius. This is the, of the genius. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So having to deal with failure for the first time, mm. that was hard. <laughs> um, and and then I got very depressed. But then I went back to my dad, mm-hmm. and I, I was like. <laughs> Sorry, pa. my man. I need, <laughs> but I think I was very like because my dad knew. Oh, okay. you know, he knew, he knew where I was going that day. The call came in. Mm. He had he had watched me all my life yes. with books and mm. stuff, so he knew. Mm. So he said, "Okay, fine, you can go study your journalism." Mm. Okay. And that was also hard because then I went to to um, University of Pretoria, and when I got there, the um, journalism was full. And one of the career... Where were you studying the engineering? I was first at VITS, then VITS Tech, which is now UJ. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so when I got to UP, mm. they used to have... The, I don't know if they have... They, they probably don't because don't, they don't take walk-ins anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they had like a desk of like career counseling people and you could talk to them when mm. you were applying and stuff. And this lady was just like, look, journalism is full, but you can take this. Um, and I think they're also just trying to feel... Mm. That course, because oh. not a lot of people were taking it. So it's like you can take publishing. Oh. And if you don't like it, by the end of the year, base module similar. Okay. We can switch to journalism okay. next year. Wow. I didn't. Oh, because I wanted to actually ask. That's so interesting. Mm. Yeah. Kora, what do you need to study to become a publisher? Mm. Yeah. I've never heard of a publisher. I've never heard of I it either. I didn't think Lynn. Mm. Is yes. it still there? It is. You know, it is. Mm. I'm, I was lecturing this semester at UP. Wow. Um, okay. I was lecturing third year students. Um, so there, there is. Um, VETS also has a, but VETS has it on a postgrad level. Um, and then Stellenbosch, I think, has undergrad as well. Wow. Hmm. That's very interesting. 
And then what, what are the core subjects in a publishing degree? Um, they just, I mean, they call publishing what, 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 but I think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think visual studies, mm -hmm. visual studies, then you do um, commissioning um, and commissioning is where we teach you how to identify then put a book through the publishing process mm -hmm. so we teach you like <clears throat> beginning to end you have to do some um, design courses like dtp mm -hmm. um just so you're a little proficient so if because when you're a publisher you have to brief a lot of designers yeah so you at least need to be to know no, what know the language mm -hmm. know the language and know what you, you you're talking about when you brief hmm. and then as a publisher if we've got a book um where do you start and then where do you end in the cycle? So is it a book is already written by someone and then you ensure you do the distribution and the, de and, and the design? Like, what do you do for mm -hmm. a book? So there's two ways. Mm -hmm. The first one is where books are on submission base. Okay. So we open up a submission window and we say... um. We're looking for books, say romance. Last year, I did a call for romance okay. and got rubbish in. Um, <laughs> I did for romance and yeah, nothing of quality came in. Mm. Penn McMillan now has one open for crime, okay. uh, true crime and, oh, yeah. and crime and stuff. So we do that. So the okay. submissions, so those books are written. Mm -hmm. Those books are already written. And then the second way is co commissioning, okay. which is where you sitting within your company um and you say we've got a gap in mm. this or we see that um say nb has been publishing a lot of books like this and they're doing really well yeah. so we need to you know kind of get in on that market as well so mm. that's commissioning and when you commission usually the books aren't written yet so you have to find an author and approach them and bid and then you know propose to them that they do this and yeah so that's two ways. And then once you've got the manuscript, yes, it's really project management in terms of, you know, the editing, directing that, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that it's getting the right editor, the right designer, the, all of this. And then you're briefing designers on how to do the covers and whatnot. And there's budgets that you have to work within, there's schedules that you have to work within. Mm -hmm. um, and then until final, and then it goes to printing, then it goes to distribution. Oh, okay. No, man. Interesting. Yeah. So when you, I just want to take us back to varsity now. When you are in school and you are learning this publishing thing, do you have publishers coming in, having chats with you, telling you about the various careers that are available? How does that look? Like, how do you know what you're going to do after you get your degree? When I was studying, mm. they didn't. Okay. Okay. And I, I did at UP, but like now, mm. like I'm telling you, I was like lecturing you at yeah, UP. Yeah. So now they've got a lot more of that. Okay. So they, at first I used to do like guest lectures like once a year. And mm. then now they've t they tended into a much longer thing yeah. where I did, and I was very, they failed. Who failed? Who the students. <laughs> they failed the exam, not, like in the subject that I was teaching now. Um, but As in all. Not all. Okay, majority were not doing and, and, well. And this is the thing about something that is not like one plus one. Yeah. Right. I, it's um, it's it's conversations that we have in class. Okay. That eventually matter. So if, for example, there's a you know the this writer Roald Dahl. Yeah. Um, you know his books. There's an issue around them being re-edited and rewritten to be woke and like safe. Hmm. Okay. 
Um, so there's a discussion about, is it censorship? Is it pandering? Mm-hmm. Um, and what are they now? Are they like, you know, new editions or are they like, what, what are they? Mm-hmm. If, if, if that happens, mm-hmm. I had a discussion about that with the kids in class mm-hmm. and the person who said to the exam paper didn't know that he would have that discussion. Okay. And he, and then they had a question on the, on that exactly what we've spoken about in class, <clears throat> the people that were in class. They did passed. well. The people whose papers I was marking, mm. um, like I didn't recognize their names. They're mm. You know, I think you just think it's, it's like, ah, it's easy, man. I can do this. Yeah, but, but, it's, but it's not. Mm. And that's why you get a lot of like people self-publishing. And, and yes, you can put yourself through the mechanics of it. Mm-hmm. But there's that, that nuance that comes with. The touch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because that's that's my next question. When you're in class, what is what is happening? Are we learning about famous or not famous, but good authors? Are we teaching? So is it like more on the writing side or more of the after the writer has done what they do? This is how you help the writer. It's after the the, the writers yeah. have come, mm. but one of the one of the courses that the students have to take is English. Okay, okay. so literature studies. Mm-hmm. So they do their writing there. Um, so for example, you have to write a paper Mm. analyzing a a book Mm -hmm. and you get the tools, like the English lecturer will give you the tools Mm -hmm. on how to analyze a book, Mm -hmm. you know, so how to know that the characters are either full or too much or they're not there at all. Those kinds of things. So you learn about what makes a good story there. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you need to identify a good story in publishing mm. in the publishing module so that you can take it through the publishing process. Wow. Hmm. Beautiful. So, um, you, have you ever worked for any publishing company or did you just start with uh, Blackbird Books? I, w- I did my internship, my first internship I did with Van Skyke. Okay. Um, and they're an academic publisher. Mm. Yes. And then I... I, I, I did with them for six months. I miss those days. I was so rich, bruh. <laughs> yeah, because I was a student. Um, yes. You know, no responsibilities. No responsibilities. Yes. Now I've got this, you know, and I was, I, was, I was on a bursary that gave you pocket money as well. So nice. it, it was fun times, man. Mm. Fun mm-hmm. times. Um, but anyway, so I did my first internship with Fun Skyke. And then I went and worked for some other guy. I'm not going to mention him. And then... I finished, um, and then after I graduated, mm. I remember applying for a job at Fun Sky. Wait, sorry, your internship was while you were still studying. Still studying. Okay, okay. And then after I finished, I was applying for a job at Fun Sky, and um, the then MD Leanne Di Martini was saying to me, "I've got openings. Mm. I'm not going to hire you." Okay. She said, "You." will die in academic publishing. Mm. It's just not for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I remember thinking, fuck you, I need money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she was right. Mm-hmm. I would have died. So there's, there's three big um, categories of publishing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's trade publishing, which is what I do. This is novels, 
your autobiographies, children's books, okay. like the children, not, not set work for school, mm-hmm. but the entertainment books. Mm-hmm. That's trade. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Then there's academic. Mm-hmm. Where that's where Bufan Skype come in. Yes. Textbooks. Yes. Textbooks. Mm-hmm. And then there's education publishing. That's oh, the okay. set work for the school. Oh, okay. So, so <coughs> motivational books uh, and stuff fall under your category. Trade, unfortunately. <laughs> I hate that rubbish. Please elaborate. <laughs> There's beef with. So, so wait. So, and, the... and you know, funny enough, it's it's your guys's profile. Yes. Like uh-huh. young black men, mm-hmm. they buy those books. They love them, man. Yo, five a.m. club. Yeah. Yeah. yeah five a.m. <laughs> Eluna. Hello, no more. We are there's, the LSM. <laughs> yeah, there's like a there's a book with a Nike thing. Yeah, shoe dog. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Flying up the shops. I feel sad. <laughs> because my partner and I have got like um, a bookshelf. So it's just two bookshelves next to each other like this. Yeah. So they look the same. It's like mirror. Her side, Daniel Steele. Da, 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 da. My side. Vuzite <laughs> Megwai. 5 a.m. club. <laughs> Shoot dog. We actually, can you pass me that box? <laughs> so these are some of my personal books that we're supposed to be using as props. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least we're trying now. Some of my best friends are. But yeah, it's these type of books. Have you read that, Titi? Don't remember. Um, no, I stole that from her side. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Makes I sense. Join it. <laughs> so I feel very sad. But why do you think that is? Mm. I think young black men just want to be rich. <laughs> we have that pressure. It's awful. Mm. People just want to pop bottles, eh? Oh, that's... People want to pop bottles and the only way to pop bottles is to have it's money. To be rich. So when they read, they're reading about... The, the, you guys are reading The Capitalist Nigger. Oh, no, I hate that. Yeah, no, I hate that hate book it. too. Yo. And... Um, and I hate people who read it as well. You hate the people. That's yes, a strong I hate the book and I hate the people who read it. And Wait, read or internalize and internalize live? Internalize it, okay. yeah. Because yeah, you, need to, real, right? you need to read it to know that it's rubbish. Okay, yeah. Okay. And, um... It's like, uh, my king, rich dad, poor dad. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, anyway, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Robert. Uh, it's not there's, an, there's another franchise written by, like, an Asian man. Um... Fuck you, man. Poor dead. Yeah, 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 he loves him. Love him. Love him. You feel left out. I've, 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 <laughs> I'll give you a few books. Sidney <laughs> Sheldon, John Grisham. My man. Hey, uh, I love, love. I've actually, because I read them like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're still young and moving about and you get, yeah. they, they get lost. Mm-hmm. I've now started re, restocking them. Me too. So I'm collecting them again. I'm going to shop in Joburg. Is it? Um, yeah. yeah so like I'm, after this. I'm, I'm collecting them again with the Danielle Steele. But it's also because I want my girls to grow up having like a lot mm. to read from. Mm. Um, so like I, I, obviously I, I work with literary works and I read a yeah. lot of literary works. But I want them to have the joy mm. of just reading outside of that. So mm. with Sydney, 
it was when I started having an interest in reading. My dad used to have a collection which we lost when we renovated, things fell, and then things got wet. So I there was no there was nothing else to read, just like with you, like with newspapers yeah. and Sydney Sheldon. But they were not really happy with me reading uh, Sydney because his sex scenes, like in the stars shine down when he's talking about how Lara, this and that. Hectic. It was not comfortable and I was reading that at like eight or nine, but mm. my dad just Jeez. gave up, you know. Uh, they were, yeah. But anyways, let's not get lost. <laughs> we'll have this after the interview. We'll have this talk after the interview. Mm. So what have you guys, um, you have a company, Blackbird Books. Yes, mm. yes. Oh, so good. Wait, yeah, the career. Yeah. Yes, oh. please, please. Um, me. So I, yeah, so I, then I didn't work for like a year. I didn't have a job, like I do like an admin job here and there because the publishing industry, and it's one of the things that Varsity doesn't prepare you for. Mm. Very tiny, impenetrable. <laughs> like it's very hard to, to get in there. Mm. Um, and so I there was a the publishing association of South Africa was running um, an internship program mm -hmm. in 2010. So I'd finished in 2008. Okay. So only in 2010, I got a job. It's a two years actually. Mm -hmm. So they were running this program and I got placed at Jacona Media um, where I worked until Blackbird Books. And how long was that? Um, it was... <clears throat> Blackbird Books was started in 2015, so five years. Mm -hmm. And then I was with them for five years again with Blackbird Books. It was a JV between me and them. Oh, nice. Yeah. And okay. then I went independent in 2020, okay. right at the beginning of the pandemic. A timing. Yeah. Oh, painful timing. So, so take me through the, the decision to go, to start with the JV first. Mm. What was happening then in your life, in your mind? What were you thinking? Were you frustrated uh, being... Because obviously if you work for a company, there'll always be sort of rules and regulations that limit certain things that you can and can't do. So for me, that wasn't the issue. Okay, good. The issue had become... Like I say to you, things came very... When things go well mm. in my life, mm -hmm. they come very easily to me. Mm. And when they get hard, they get really hard. Mm. Shusses. But when I went to Jacona Media, I mm. progressed very quickly. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and that's why I brought Reedy's book because this was published in 2013. Mm -hmm. And that's like within me being there three years mm -hmm. and having started as an intern. Mm -hmm. So three years in, I'd published this book that won the biggest book award in the country. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. So my career had progressed very quickly and I hit the ceiling quite quickly mm -hmm. at Jacona Media. And I was starting to get like, mm, what's next? Okay. You know? Sorry. And uh, there was also like salary issues. Okay. Where they just weren't going up. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh, because now you've hit the ceiling now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they actually came up with the idea for Blackbird Books oh. to say, you could do this. Okay. And then kind of see where it takes you. Beautiful. Huh. That's lovely. And in that time um, at Blackbird, Bird, um, what are some of the books that you've published? Let's maybe touch on those. So the in the very first year, it was Nakani. Okay. Um, he was Tore then, but oh, he's, yes. he's just Nakani now. Oh, okay. Um, actually, we need to remember when we do a reprint to take the same. So it was him. It was... Panasha Chigumadzi's Sweet Medicine. Okay. Those were the very, it was very first two books that we published. 
Um, then there was a memoir called Holding My Breath mm-hmm. by Ace Molloy, um, which is just about to be published in Canada, actually. Oh. Um, uh, trying to go. And then there was the infamous uh, Bonang's book. Oh, you did Bonang's book? Yeah. Okay. okay. And it's taken a lot for me to actually like volunteer that information now. Hey, Really? Yeah. And shit, it's hard. It was hard. <laughs> but did it do well in sales? Very well. Of course. Uh-huh. Oh, of very course. well. Yeah. Oh, it did very well. But you're the filter. So how do you miss certain things? Like the, like the books come to you and you decide to publish. What happens there? So a lot of things happened with that book, but let me tell you mm. about the big boo-boo in the book, which mm. was the birthday. Okay. The other stuff that people were talking about being editing issues. Typos, yeah. They really weren't. Okay. Like some were talking about spacing. Okay. okay uh, no. And spacing is something that like, so those sometimes two words can get stuck together. Mm. And for as long as, proofreading is being done by a human being. Mm. There'll always be an error somewhere. Mm, yeah. You know? Mm. It's just like even the most famous books, you know, mm. have got a, an error here or there. Right. Mm. Um and then the biggest issue was the for me at mm. least was the birthday. Her birthday was wrong. Oh in the book. And I had written that sentence. Ooh. And it was because in that year her birthday party was on the day that I had written. Oh, I wasn't see. aware that... That wasn't her actual... She wasn't having the party on her actual birthday. Yo. Yeah. I wonder if I should go on. Please go on with whatever you feel comfortable yeah, like, with. Like, like whatever you you're feel? comfortable with. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude. You don't have 500,000. Yeah. <laughs> We also did a five hundred thousand. But it was it was a huge learning curve mm. um, as a publisher. It was a because there were many things that led to that moment. For example, I should never, as a publisher, have been writing sentences mm. in a book. I should never have been writing mm. in a book, right? Um, so there are many things that led to me writing, and in hindsight, I should not have allowed certain things to happen mm. that got us to that moment. It's a huge learning moment, mm. huge learning curve. Mm. Um, and so there was that. Um, there was Mara Lowe's book. Mara Lowe, oh. yes. Idols. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know she had a book either. Um, interesting. Tell more people. Yeah, no. Mara what is it called? Is it Low Down? What is it called? It's me, Mara. Oh, me, Mara. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. It was Mara's. I'm just trying to see. Um, the brain also struggles. Um, <laughs> no, when you've published a lot, I guess. Yeah, there's mm. um, probably one of my favorites is The Eternal Audience of One. Okay, but... Um, big, thick-ass 500-page novel. Okay. Uh, so it's very intimidating to people. But once you get into it, the moves, it's great. Yeah, ma'am. Um, Remy Ngamije, he's from Namibia. Okay. But he's probably one of the most successful titles we've had. Mm. Just not, not even in terms of sales here. It's done well sales-wise. Mm. But we were able to sell 
the rights for it in America oh. because that's another aspect to publishing. As, mm. Like when you do it as a business now, mm-hmm. where you have to, you know, constantly be talking to people across the globe mm. to try and sell rights and or license rights mm. okay. um, to to people to republish the book there in different markets, and that's how you measure success sometimes. Beautiful. But it shouldn't be the 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 goal, I think. Okay. Talk to us about um, the, 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 the landscape in South Africa. Um, how many readers do we have? Do you know that data? Do we need more? Um, how far are our, are our books reaching? Can um, you spell the ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> so we're not looking good. So the data we have, mm. um, let me just say the standards we have, mm. actually. For a book in South Africa, mm-hmm. if it's a novel, mm-hmm. so a work of fiction, for it to be a bestseller, mm. it's got to have reached 3,000 sales. That, 3, is, that is low. Exactly. Yeah. But that tells you that if 3,000 is the standard for a bestseller, it tells you just how incredibly hard it is to, sell. to get to 3,000. <laughs> you know? And when it's a nonfiction book, Mm. It's 5,000. That's the standard. That's the standard. So that Jeez. that just gives you a picture. Yeah, we're not It's great. incredibly hard mm. for you to make that 3,000 mark, <laughs> right? I mean, we've got books where, that have done 3,000, but mm. it's taken years. Yeah. It's not going to happen in one year. Yeah. Yeah. So publishing, I mean, I love it. You know, it's a um, passion-filled uh, you get to change people's lives. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, in, in both ways, you know, you get to change the, the writer's um, life, but you also impact readers, right? Mm. But the one mistake that I made was making publishing a business. Okay. Okay. Woo! Instead- Wait, because there's no money in there. There's no money. There's no money. Even now, I mean, I think on Friday, one author sent me a message and said, hey, just checking up on royalties. Mm. <laughs> And then WhatsApping me, I was like, I'll wait until you email me. <laughs> but well, I'm not gonna wait. I have to I have to respond, you, to say, you know. Yeah. Um, but there isn't because so you do a budget, mm. right, before you make a book. Mm. <laughs> and I mean you try to work that budget to be like at least 40% net gro- net profit, right? Okay. At least 40%. Mm. And when you look at that, 40%, it could be like 40,000, you know? Okay. It's, and, and, and this is you working on the entire print run. Mm. So on the all the books that you're going to print. Mm-hmm. But to sell all those books <laughs> takes years. So you're not at 40,000 mm. you're going to get over from that book. Yes. It comes over years. Jeez. So it is, it is incredibly hard to mm. do as a business unless you have like um, a trust fund. Mm-hmm. Or you have like a sugar daddy. <laughs> um, just don't do it. I hate I hate sure. that publishing has turned me into a hustler. Mm-hmm. I used to look down on hustlers. Used to like... <laughs> <laughs> You're hustling now. Oh, get hey! <laughs> hey! Get a job. <laughs> so, so, so entrepreneurship to me yeah. was accidental. Sports. I'm an accidental yeah. entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 
Wow. That's, that, this is never part of the plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would have been nice to do it like as like a side hustle almost. Like as a passion project, this publishing thing. So I have a It's job very that time consuming. So if mm. you're going to publish, just work for a publishing company. Mm, yeah. Okay. okay. But then do you do you get to choose the books that you want to publish in a in a company or does the company has its own guidelines? They encourage you to choose. Okay. I mean, they may say no eventually depending okay. on the editorial policy they of the country of the company or uh what the you know financial projections look like. Mm. So for example, I I go through like every, everywhere I go in, in publishing circles I might get told you're doing such important work. <laughs> Um, but you know what the important work is? Mm-hmm. Is that I publish debut writers. Mm-hmm. So people, so that, I mean, publishing is a business like any other. Eesh, that's tough. And so pub- big publishers are very worried of publishing unknown talent mm-hmm. because who's going to buy you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so I've taken that on hmm. at the expense of my mental health, Oof. my children's life. So you're the drama son of book publishing. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, so, so you, you find them from wherever they are. You, you dig up the diamonds. And then how do you then ensure that when they make it, if they make it, you, you, can't. you can't. So you can't sign like a multi-year book, like a five-year book deal. You can, mm. you can, but I, I also just, publishing is already so hard, mm. right? Um, and it's, and, and it, it, it's also like relationship based, <laughs> okay. right? So you don't, you don't want to force the relationship. Yes. Mm. You don't want to, if, if you guys piss each other off during the publishing process, mm. I don't want to work with you next time, mm. you know, like go wherever. And, 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 yeah, and I've had some really horrible, horrible authors who I've never worked with ever mm. again, you know? Hmm. Like I've had one where I've like, you will never work in this town again moment. Yo. Yeah, it must be. That's my fault. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. And I have like, because children try to, it's a very, in, publishing is a very small industry. Mm, you yeah. And say. very incestuous. Yeah. So I can like call a, a publisher from Penn and I'm like, I need to have tea because I'm stressed. Mm. Yeah. And it's they're the competitor, but we'll sit down and we'll chat to be like, oh gosh, and we'll moan together or whatever. <laughs> so if they call me next week and say, hey, about this author, we have a submission from her. What do you, what's your, I'll be like, can you mm-hmm. like, girl, stay away. Catch her with <laughs> stay 10 away. foot hold. Do not do it. Are you guys are sure. mafia. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's a cabal. It's the writers. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. But it's a it's a very hard business, and mm. unless you've got really big financial backing, yeah. mm. don't do it. I mean, mm. I remember I, I borrowed money from my dad this year, and um, when he gave me the money, we were still in the bank, and he said, "Tim, so you ha- this must come. This one must come. This one, yes. Yeah. So, so I, I I can't stress enough mm-hmm. that this loan yeah, well, must be repaid. It's a loan. It's not, it's not a donation. Must be repaid. Yeah. So you can imagine how many others." I haven't paid back. That's why I sold this one. This one, this one must be, must come back. Gee. Of course, my sister's getting married in September, and he needs all his money. Oh yeah, for okay. the wedding. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So you gave us a few names, and it sounds like you do black books. Yeah, black writers, black book, black stories. Um, Blackbird. Why? <laughs> there aren't enough. 
Mm. We live in a country where 80% of the population is black, but mm. the, the publishing landscape is the inverse. Mm. Mm. So it's for me, it re- it's really important mm. that all kinds of black stories be told. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I just don't like the kind of uh, black... Scandalous. Like, n- I love scandal. Oh, okay. What I don't love <laughs> is... This like a lot of books that are getting self-published, and I imagine they're getting self-published like people are publishing themselves because because they know the kind of thing that a publisher would touch. Yeah. Like, but these are books like uh, he cheated on me. Oh, uh, my tears do not fall on deaf ears, kind of things. Oh, like you know? sad, depressing. No, of... like like people go through a lot of shit in mm. life, right? Is that Mrs. Mm. Cheesecake? I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Mrs. Cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't subbing nobody. Okay. <laughs> uh, people go through a lot of shit in life, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. abusive husbands, mm-hmm. um, disease. And and the thing is, some some tragedies are just that. Tragedies. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. things that you carry. They need not be a book. Mm-hmm. Not everything needs to be a book. Not everything needs to be a book. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And And there's hardly ever any creativity in the writing. Because oh. writing writing is an art form. Mm. You know, there's got to be... I want an author, you know, my style is motivated by James Baldwin, but I put my own twist, turn to twist and turn to things. Like, Batum, show me something. Mm. Show me something. Okay. So it's not just about the story. There's also the methodology of how you're telling the story. Especially with, with mm. novels. And I think that's why I really, really love um, fiction. Mm-hmm. Is you can experiment so much with how you tell that story, mm-hmm. right? And and then with things like memoirs and autobiographies as well, it, they fall under what we call cre- uh, creative nonfiction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so people now, it makes me hate reading autobiographies. Mm-hmm. It's, I grew up and then and then and yeah. then. Yeah, it's a timeline. Yeah, it's a timeline. This the man, take me, surprise me. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm. make me twist and add. Like, just give me something. <laughs> so we don't have a lot of that. <laughs> um, and 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 you know, fiction gives you so much like license to do to so work. much. Yeah, and you could really tell. You could be telling your whole life mm. in a fiction title and just say it's fiction. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. I want to write a book um, on, okay. on 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 my like sex life, okay, and just say it's fiction. <laughs> well, you told it on nine to eleven. Someone yeah. comes and says, "Is this me?" Yes. Right. <laughs> fiction. Why do you want to make us read about your sex life, Tavis? <laughs> I think it's been very interesting. Mm. Okay, it's I've I've learned I've learned so much about who I am and who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Through some of the things I've done uh-huh. for, with, and during sex. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, it's a sex life book, with my brother. I don't think so. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could not have even put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like, like I'm in, inspired by like Adele and Sam Smith. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, then it is wild. No, also those people go through shit like romantically, turn mm. it into music and bang. Mm. You know? And look, I've lived a very Artist, yeah. colorful life. Mm. Mm. And I do one day I will. I will. But and I say sex 
because that's the gripping part of it. But the there's gripping. A, <laughs> but the, <laughs> oh, fuck off. Well, that's not a lie either. <laughs> but the 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 it's it's my sex life as a fat woman going through the world. Mm-hmm. Because that's not, it's not similar to yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's things about sex that happen to you either easily mm-hmm. or hard or whatever. They're not the same for me. The experience is different, yeah. It's very different, mm-hmm. right? It, it's even different from fat men. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's, it's very different. One day I'll unpack it in a book. Okay. And then you guys must buy it. No. <laughs> no, no, I will. I definitely will. <laughs> and then with independent, well, with people who self-publish, mm. um, I've seen quite a lot of them on social media with their marketing. I think they're very aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. There's a lady who wears handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, no, self-published. <laughs> she wears handcuffs as earrings. As earrings. Yes. And it's a necklace. It, oh, it's a necklace, yeah. yeah because um, she fell in love with a prisoner. She fell in love with a prisoner. Oh, no, no, okay. I've yeah. seen that, Lydia. Maybe we should have her here. Let her forget what you had come. Never tell a story. How do you guys market differently as publishing houses? So we don't market differently, actually. We, mm-hmm. The thing about published authors in publishing houses by Relax. Because I think one of the things have come easy to them. My name, yeah, my name you was, know, so was very legs, and they 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 forget that they also need to be that aggressive. Market, yeah. So that aggress- aggression, mm-hmm. we can't do it on behalf of the author. You can't wear handcuffs. No, uh, uh, <laughs> no. and um, and the thing is, as a publishing house, so for mm-hmm. Nina, the marketing that we do is the brand. Okay. Right, so Blackbird, we, the brand. and the only way these books mm. sell, even in the little way that they sell, mm-hmm. is because they are Blackbird books titles, mm-hmm. and this is because our authors are known. Hmm. So if um, if a, a famous author is going to publish a book and people are buying a book because it's them, mm. Rona people buy because it's Blackbird. Okay. okay, so it's very different for us, like in terms of how we have to leverage. Mm. So for for now, we we're talking with um, uh, my team, we're struggling with sales now because we haven't been able to um, penetrate a market outside of the one that we already have. Mm. So we've got a very dedicated. Blackbird Books ba- mm. fan base. Mm. Oh. But Libona now, they probably own all the Blackbird Books books they can. Mm. So we're needing to extend and create a new market. Mm. And that's the kind of business hurdle that I'm dealing with now. Mm. Ask me how. <laughs> Ask me how that I'm dealing is. with it. How? I sleep. And stress. And stress. Go to the gym, one. come back and I'm like, nap, please. Nap. Sure. Yeah. And then once, well, I don't know if it's a scandal or a trick of the trade that I have heard of, but it's one of those things that I'd like to have confirmation from a publisher. Do you guys buy your own books to push the numbers? The numbers. That doesn't make sense, does it? I don't know, because there's been books that have 
being bestsellers and I'm like, there's no way someone is... Re- is it something that you guys do or is that just one of those tales in jail that are just made up? Personally, mm. I don't have two coins to rub to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's to no way buying my own book. Yeah, no. Mm. You know, so I think what happens sometimes is that um, retail, mm-hmm. uh, whatever retail outlet, mm-hmm might decide we want to push this book this week. Mm. And then they will maybe, if there is if there is a manipulation at all, I don't know mm. if it's being manipulated, yeah. but if there is a manipulation at all, that might be it mm. at retail level. Oh, okay. Publishers would, because then you'd have the stock and then what you yeah, do, yeah, what you do, do stock, with yeah. it. You already have stock in the warehouse yeah. and Utsube, stock sits in the warehouse at cost. At cost, yeah. It so you're not going to, to be yeah. taking, you know, books and putting them i don't think so it, it doesn't make sense it right? doesn't make sense but let's say there is someone right let's say there is a i think l- an author made lady an, an author, author yeah, might yeah, buy actually. their own stock yeah. not publisher yeah so okay. let's say there's a lady who made money from building shoddy rtps Yo. and then she writes a book this is an example right um she writes a book but she wants to be called a best-selling author you know, um, I think, and she has money, you know, because she builds shoddy RTPs. I think that's something that someone like that would do. That sounds like a sub. No, it's not a sub. Oh. Do you know it's any person who builds no, shoddy RTPs? We don't I know can. anyone. Yeah. Personally, I we know. Don't, no yeah, no, we've yeah. never heard of that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a fiction. Yeah, story. yeah, yeah. It's a fictional so, story. Um, and yeah, I think in that, in that novel, mm-hmm. That protagonist might. That, it might, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think in that novel, that protagonist might. Yeah. You know? if, I mean, if they have money lying around in their house. Yeah. Uh, because they have... A, they like, will, like, they would open the keys yeah. to their yeah. success. And then give them away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Makes sense. Very interesting. I think so. <laughs> how has... As we move along, how has, how has AI impacted the publishing space. I know it probably has had some impact on writing, but on publishing, how how is that? How is that uh, impacted? Does it? Do you get better submissions now because of ChatGPT? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't encountered it. Mm-hmm. I haven't encountered it um, on a submission base. So I have closed. Sub, I've, I've closed submissions in okay. the past okay. two years or so. Um, mm. So I haven't seen it. Mm. Um, and it'll be interesting. If anything happens, it's going to start in the north. Uh, oh, so okay. America, Libu, yeah. oh. UK. If we'll anything it happens, yeah. it's going to start there. And then it'll trickle down to us. So we'll, we'll watch. Mm. I think that's the only nice thing about being where we are is mm. like what most publishing trends start in the north mm-hmm. and we get to watch and prepare mm. based on what they go through. Beautiful. For example, with audiobooks, mm-hmm. audiobooks completely... Um, Took, took a big part of the share market share there. Mm-hmm. So they're making a killing with audiobooks. So they've, you know, uh, worked their models to accommodate that and do that. Mm-hmm. Here it hasn't. Mm. And we, why is we're that? We're starting to Sorry. prepare for mm. it. Honey, people, people don't buy books to begin with. Okay. Yeah. So to get them to buy audiobooks, mm. they, don't, they don't want to listen to a story, um, yeah, novel. They want to hear oh, okay. that Michelle beat up someone. Oh. Yes. So, Allegedly. So if you had that voice note <laughs> circulating, yeah. they would listen to it, mm. right? And then there's also like um, e-, e-, e copies, right? Like Kindle, yes. all of yes. that. Yeah. So Leon, mm. huge 
market share that side yeah. in the north mm. here not so much and yeah. what we're finding here mm. with the data is mm. that the people that are buying ebooks here locally mm. most of them mm. already have the print version That's they just want to travel like yeah so it's not so the digital market mm. has not has not, has not affected us also there's a huge uh, digital divide really mm -hmm. in mm. the continent mm. so it hasn't affected us yet but we stay prepared for it. Mm. I haven't gone into into audiobooks yet because look, too much cost for something that is not established. Okay. But converting books to as ebooks is mm. really, really, really simple. It's simple okay. and not uh, not expensive. Yeah. So we do that. So all our books are ebooks as well. Oh, lovely. So we started preparing for that. So if okay, we wake good. up tomorrow and then there's a new reader like segment of the country that mm. want books, they'll find we'll them. We'll them, okay. Yeah. Lovely. But, but the distribution <clears throat> for it is really expensive. Like putting them on Amazon? So, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's gatekeeping, everything, mm. right? Um, and so certain retailers, so even, even, even in physical form. Mm. So if you call exclusive books now and say, I've got, I've just published a book. Yeah. Um, I want to distribute it into your stores. Mm. But we can't because you can't just come with one book. Like go to a distributor. Mm. Only mm. will work with a distributor. Mm. So it works like that. Lego EE platforms as well. I see. So they'll only deal with this distributor. So we used one called Godless, and then Godless will then um take the take book yeah. and distribute it to all the different platforms. Okay. Or others work mm. in IPG or whatever, but like you work with a distributor, but also it makes the accounting easy because mm -hmm. if, if, you know, accounting to publishing houses, 10 publishing houses who have say a thousand titles among them yeah. is easier than accounting to a thousand authors. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, that's where the gatekeeping comes in, but there's also like a logical reasoning yeah, for it. Mm. But now the platform say, say Amazon will take a discount because that's how it works. That's how you get poor. They'll take a 40% <laughs> discount sure. on the on the retail price. Mm. And then the distributor takes their 40% yeah. of the 60. Yeah. So by the time it gets back to you. And then the author gets how much? Because you also need to go share it with the author yes. as well. Oh my goodness. It's, but it's also like that in physical. Yes. The shops take a, like average 45 to 50% my discount. My goodness. And then the distributor takes their cut from that money that you get in. Then the one that the money that gets to you, you must pay your overheads, pay your staff, and then um, and and then pay the royal, the royalties to to the team, to the authors. I mean, yeah, that sounds. So, how do you guys work on a royalty basis? We pay royalties once a year, and they start at about ten percent. To the author. To the author. Ten percent of the retail price. Absolutely not. Ten percent of yeah. of what we of get. what you get. Net receipts. Because how can I pay ten percent on monies I don't have? Mm -hmm. I get you. Yeah, no, the, yeah, no. Now I hear what you're saying. There's <laughs> <laughs> no money. How, how, how? Yeah. And then wow. When a book is in a store, mm. um, when do you make money? Is it does Abo exclusive books buy the books? No, confinement. or do you only make money after they sell? Yeah, after they sell. Yeah, it's consignment so almost. The, yeah, it's on consignment, consignment basis. Yeah. yeah, so they take the books. Uh, they'll pay their distributor sixty days after. 
Uh. And the distributor will also pay you 60 days after. That's like government tenders. Yeah. <laughs> and then if, say after 90 days, I think they've paid you mm. 60 days, mm. uh, 30 days ago. Mm. So at 90 days, if the book didn't sell, they're returning it. Your stock. Yeah? They return your stock. Yeah, they return your stock. Then you owe them. Then the dis- distributor puts a negative on your on your balance sheet. Or you owe them for the space on the shelf that you occupied. No, I think they've already paid you for it. Oh. And now it's still here. Now they're returning it. Oh. Now you must betal back. So you can't, even when the money comes Engineering in, you can't just chow it. I should, I should have tried hard. Engineering would have been easier. I should have tried hard. Yeah. <laughs> I really should have tried harder. But I've ha- I've had a really incredible moments as a publisher mm-hmm. publishing and I mean I wouldn't take them back for anything. Mm. But I mean I mean, am I ready for my next thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for the sake of relationships, I'm not gonna ask you which author you thought would sell well and then they didn't. didn't. But I I want to ask you who which Surprise. book surprised you? Mm. Like from the ones that you publish where like eh, we are, we are eating, well. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we're an eight, but I think if you keep digging by Gelato Mobile, just like did so well and okay. was just like, whoa, hey. <laughs> and then there's also um, a title called All Gomorrahs Are the Same. Uh, who's that guy? It's a girl, Tenji Wimswan. Okay, yeah, yeah. and um, she's just like masculine, like masculine uh, presenting. Lesbian, oh, yeah, okay. she, it's, it's a woman. Sorry. And there's, Naledi's book is also doing very well. In fact, I must tell you something about Naledi's book of, of uh, it's just not ready to mention. Okay. okay. Now, ah, no, shout out, shout out. No, shout fantastic. Out. Uh, yeah, I, I had a, a whole bunch of, of, of questions about publishing. I don't think we want to get to them in the time that we have a You, 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 right? I am right? shocked. Right? Yeah. I just checked the time now. We've been Can going we just for an do hour. one one? I'm like... Because <laughs> I've got like one last question before we get Okay, it's fine. Let me one. do one then. Yeah. The publishing industry, how has it impacted the film industry or in or other adjacent industries? Because you know in Hollywood, a lot of books get converted into movies. Yeah. How is that in South Africa? To answer you, mm. there's a, a producer, a very well-known producer who does a lot of stuff on local TV. Okay. Who has tweeted on multiple occasions just how much he hates reading? Yo. Okay, that answers that. She have a lot of off the record talk. It's it's right. it's it's, it's <laughs> coming it's coming up, but it's not. Yo, yeah. that says something about our film industry as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But luckily, I think next week we're gonna have a. Oh, yes, the film industry. So we will ask them. They'll tell us why they don't. And then I think um, at the event where we met, I also wanted to. Yeah. We came there as people who are, I mean, we buy books and stuff, but we are outside of the South African author space. It was said to be very small. Yes. yes. So we got to that event Mm. um, and I think we were the outsiders. Mm. (laughs) We were outsiders. And I say we, uh, we were the outsiders because people would mention names like, oh, um, it, it, it I think this man. book was mentioned. Minigo yes, was, was yes, mentioned. The mini, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which one? 
Mini Komorat. And you guys had the space where you guys all understood each other, mm. but that is not trickling down to him average, and I, because yes. I remember there was a man who was like, can you believe Ndate Mang is struggling to sell? And everyone in the room was like, oh! Like, oh, they knew exactly who it was. Yeah, they were like, who, you know, I think that, that was a fake. Uh, nobody knew who that man is. I don't, I don't think they, I, I didn't know who that man was. You know, sorry to have, that man. We have a lot of conversations we have off air. I think we have a lot one. of conversations <laughs> about that. It felt very like a very pretentious space. It, did, it was very no, pretentious. No, it is because, because artists. Artists and people who consume arts mm -hmm. can be quite snobbish. Mm. Yes. They can be quite snobbish and very, and I think for most parts, mm -hmm. they make it seem like an exclusive gang. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so if you're outside trying to get in, yes. you are not by intimidated. Of course, you, know? you feel like an outsider now. You do feel like an outsider. Yes. So, and, and I think for years, it's we've funny, had this right? conversation. This is so funny. <laughs> we've had this yes. conversation about um, maybe we need to find places that to have book launches that are not in Rosebank. Yes, or man. But also when you do go, and I, I don't know it's not the kind of investment you need to put in mm. for how long for mm. it to convert. Mm. Mm -hmm. But you go to these places where they're usually very successful other events mm. to have a book launch, but it doesn't land. It still doesn't. Because it's a book launch, mm. right? So I think it's, yeah, it does need... It needs some kind of investment. It does. To come in. I mean, I mean, and whatnot, but Maboning is also like very an artist, artist space. Yeah. And like, there's a lot know, going on there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. But we, <laughs> we, we <laughs> it does. I, I get, I get the exclusive, exclusivity. It's, thing. Mm. It, it's really, mm. yeah. Because... Remember, remember the debates about, uh, what was it? The difference between an award and a prize. Yeah. I think what got, to me, <laughs> what got to me and what made me realize that the space is small mm. is that I went to greet a man mm. who, yo, oh. I can't even and say you're now. actually talking about the same person, right? I, I don't know. It is so the same person, yes. I met a guy there and I liked some of the things that he raised. And I said to him, hi. And because he was convinced that there's no one outside of the space who was there, he was forcing to act like he knows he who knows. you are. Oh, um, yes, um, you. Um, when last did I, I, when yes. did I see you? I'm like, my guy, we've never met. Other, you know, <laughs> but because you know that in the space it's rotational, it's very pretty. you have it to looks... know me. Mm. And I'm like, why don't you welcome that there will be people outside New of the people. space yeah. that you will that's meet? That's very interesting. And why are you yeah. acting like you know me? You know, right. I don't know you. I'm, and I'm that's why like, that's, that, that's also part of what makes our current business issue mm. very difficult mm -hmm. because within the community, yes. we've, we've gotten to everyone. Mm. You know, we've gotten to everyone. Yeah, no. But we, we're now needing outside. We need the unlikely reader. Mm. We need the unlikely Blackbird Books reader. Mm -hmm. Like, that's who we need now. Mm. And unless we, unless we push out of this... I also feel very intimidated at times at this really? place. Really? I swear to God. Tavizo. I swear to God, because these Jeez. are, like, for example, now my memory is shit. Okay. okay. I've got, like, ask me anything that happened when I was three years old, I can tell you. Wow. Okay. But something that happened two years ago. And then Finished. now I need to remember mamang, <laughs> It's very difficult for me. I sometimes yeah. feel very, very intimidated 
in those places myself. I, I'm very glad to hear that. I don't know about you, but <laughs> it's, yeah. And, and, and at the same time, the conversation was about how the literature sort of space is not pervasive, it's not spreading. Mm. But at the same time, the whole, we need to keep it amongst ourselves. That's how it felt like. So yeah. that was a bit of a paradox for us that we didn't know how to handle. But yeah, are you, do you have another one? Um, what happened to the um, that that book festival? Is it the Abantu? Abantu book festival. Mm. Um, one, two, three, four, five. That long? No, no. I'm just trying to see what I should say, so I'm counting. Oh, filter. <laughs> um, so it the, the festival organizer was outed as an abuser. Oh. And so you know that the, the art space is very unforgiving on 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 those kind of things mm. as as it should be, mm. and so his festival couldn't have gone on. But I see he's trying to launch himself back, so maybe it will come back. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. No, I think okay. I'm good. That's fine. You can take. Yeah, yeah, we can now. So this is uh, we've got three questions that we ask our guests. All our guests. All our guests. Mm. Um. The oh, no, the clocks are <laughs> No, relax. There's nothing hitting. Okay. Mm. The first one being in your life mm. from sitting there with Nans from machinini, yes. What has been your biggest win? I want you to have your biggest moment, your show off moment. Like your what braggadocious your moment. Brag, what has been like your biggest win? Look, I think uh Blackbird Books launching. Mm -hmm. Just launching it and having it go for as long as it did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely. Mm. It's my biggest, it's my biggest thing. Okay. It really is. And, and, you know, I get very depressed um, about, about the business and stuff. And then sometimes I look at things, I'm like, hi, bo, Sissi. I've done. You did that. <laughs> you know? So it really is my biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Fantastic. No, congratulations. I'm too far. But we'll, we'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> and then think about, I'm sure there's been a lot. Think about where things didn't really work out. Your biggest losses. And from that, what was the biggest lesson? In life or in business or in... Alas, whichever one whichever stands out one, the most yeah. for you. Yeah. I hope my daughter doesn't see this, my you. big one. But yes, it's her father. That was my biggest L. Mm. You. Really. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that was my you, biggest my L. That was my biggest L. And mm. I'm, I regret to inform you, <laughs> I have not learned lessons from it. Jeez. Because clearly... It was just horrible, engine. No, sure. I just, I just don't see why I got into that situation. Mm. But gosh, my daughter is so lovely. Yeah. Oh, there's, oh. there's the lesson. There's the there's the silver lining. Yeah. Oh, my daughter, daughter is such a special, yeah. special human being. Fantastic. Really. Yeah. Okay. If you weren't publishing, what would you be doing? TV, radio, broadcasting. Oh, okay. And um, broadcasting. Uh, um, I think, I, th I think I may still want to do that. Actually. That was my next question. Yeah, I may still want to do that. Why aren't you? What's stopping you from doing that? I don't Time. Know. I don't know. It's mm. just a lot of gatekeeping. Okay. Um, media. Start a podcast. 
Hey, it looks like a lot. <laughs> it looks like a lot. And I really like, I did have the idea for mm-hmm. a podcast mm-hmm. because I started watching this um, UK podcast, Shits mm-hmm. and Gigs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Shits and Gigs. And yes. I, like, I love it because it's a I lot of it. rubbish, right? Mm-hmm. But it's smart rubbish. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I'm like. Those two guys, man, that are always telling jokes. Yeah, one that you had in James. What did I send you something? Yeah, like? light skin dude and the dark skin dude, they, they're telling jokes, man. Like oh. a lot of dry jokes. Okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> you send me the link. <laughs> it's, it's just like it's it's so, I, I fall asleep to it, right? Okay. Because oh. it's so it's light and fluffy, but really also like by inf- well informed people. Oh. So for example, you, like it's very difficult to listen to local podcasts because I don't like but not people that are not well informed or well read hey. or like kind of, and, and it comes across when you speak. Okay. It comes across as a person how much you know or don't know. Mm. Right, and and those guys like they could be talking about the silliest hookup, yeah, that they've ever had, uh-huh. right? And then someone will be like, "It's that book. It's like that book we read in what what year? Oh. Or it's like that movie? Or it's just a cross references, man." So, so they're not dumb. They're funny. Yes, they mm. they're not dumb. Mm. You know, and and it really got me thinking. I could start a podcast, but then I saw this <laughs> production here. <laughs> Interesting, you, my sister. No, so we are like firm believers and start with what you have. Yeah, you know. So, so record on your phone. So that's what we did, and yeah, but it's texting. No, it's lovely. Like, 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 you know how you tell people, don't go into publishing. Yeah, guys, don't start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just that it's too late now. We've got what one thousand subscribers. So now. Now we have to. No, no, no. So you've made the commitment. No, yeah. We have to to you, right? <laughs> and it's also like such like something nice to have, mm-hmm. you know. Um, life gets so draining and so mundane mm-hmm. and like every day mm-hmm. just to have something that have excites you and yeah. Yeah. in life. It's great. That's yeah. Great. No, uh, I think we have covered it. Yes. I will see. Thank you so Thank much. You for, so for much us. for coming. Eh? Thank you. Thank I had you a so great much time for coming. So early in the morning as oh. well. <laughs> you have any closing remarks on your end? Um, oh wait, can she just promo some of the books? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. There's just, one there. Do you want to bring it? Invisible strings. I'm, I'm, I'm connected to things here. Yes. Let's just give shout outs to your books. Yeah. So invisible strings by my lady Mashishi. <laughs> like um. Also, very typical black story mm-hmm. where there's this young girl who has powers. Oh, um, okay. So, so it's it's a fiction. It's a work of fiction. It's work of fiction. And her, her, you know, her family discovers she's got powers, uh, but then they land in the wrong hands. Oh, like a charismatic pastor beautiful. who then uses oh, the kid's yeah. powers to start wow. a huge ass church. So that's, that's be- and it's that, set in South Africa, obviously. It's in yes. Oh, it, that's it starts in Alex- It's in also to Alexander, and then like sort of the surrounds. Oh no, lady, um, if you're watching, I we are gonna have you. I will, I will communicate with lady. <laughs> she she needs to come. She's le- she's leaving. She left yesterday for London. Sorry. Oh shame, and we're not. Oh shame. Sorry. <laughs> Piggy Boys talk. Blues <laughs> is like a highly literary work. It's not. It's not accessible if you're not a reader. Okay. So you have to be a reader to get, get this. The value. Uh-huh. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's a bad story about internal conflict, mm-hmm. but also external conflict with other people. Like, oh. And it's, um, it's queer fiction because mm-hmm. the protagonists are all gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's set in East London. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Beautiful. Hmm. And, and then, then we have... Rima. 
this, has, this is fresh, 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 fresh. It's not a month old even. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. It's it's also the story. It's, it's a young girl, mixed race, born in Switzerland to um, a Zulu mom and a Swiss dad. Wow. They both pass away, mm. but then she discovers that she's got a calling. Okay. This child, she has to move back to South Africa, and then. It's it's not even like mm. It's mm. like. It, it, it's not Bungoma per se. Okay. It's okay. a story about a person needing to find harmony within themselves oh. to make life work. Mm. But it's just set in this really spiritual journey. Um, it's sci-fi, you know. Okay. Oh. Um, it's yeah. It's, it goes into other realms. Mm. Of, you know, it's it's really really interesting. Okay. Mm. And to Lovely. close off today's chapter, thank you for watching Nine to Life, another episode. So we are available on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, we're available on Spotify. We're yes. available on Google Podcasts. We're available on Amazon. Yes. Uh, like these books, probably, ne? Yeah. Just like these books. So mm -hmm. please, thank, uh, please keep watching Spread the Word. And we'll see you again next week, Wednesday. Killing the game. Killing the game. Sorry, that's our unofficial slogan. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Killing the game is from you, there.